0: Entrepreneur MBA podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the 10 million in revenue per year benchmark. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I'm co founder of Financing Solutions. My company, Financing Solutions, provides easy to set up lines of credit for small businesses and I will be your host for today's uh, podcast. If you're interested in getting a line of credit or learning more about it for your business, please go to fscreditline.com. That's F-S as in financing solutions, creditline.com. And you can find more about the, our, our line of credit pr- program, which is really fantastic. Over the last 25 years, I have built six companies in the $5 million to $25 million range, and two of them have made the Inc. 500 fastest growing companies in the United States. I love learning from people with business experience, and today I am excited to be speaking with Rowena Scherer from Eat to Explore. Rowena, a former financial executive in New York City and a culinary graduate of the French Culinary Institute, founded Eat to Explore to teach her kids and kids around the world about different cuisines and countries while having fun. Uh, Rowena grew up cooking with her family in Malaysia, and as her kids were growing up, she forgot the joy of taking a break and cooking with her family. So she decided to take the things she treasured most, family, food, travel, and education, and create an opportunity for families like hers to discover cuisines and cultures from around the world while enjoying a shared meal together. Lorena, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast.
1: Thank you, Stephen, for having me.
0: You know, it's such a great topic. I, I, You know, after I saw that we had booked you, I actually started sending your um your website out to a number of my friends
1: oh thank you uh, yep
0: I I uh, you know I started cooking with my 13 year old son uh recently uh, for for him and I to spend more time together and uh he loves it he loves it I I really uh, I don't use the eat to explore because he's 13 and I kind of you know I wasn't I'll really say sure
1: you're about to try it
0: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, so we we do hello fresh, and uh, and he really really enjoys it. I enjoy the company. You know, we do it twice a week, and it's it's been really great. But uh, you know, I can really I really saw the value of shutting off the TV, shutting off the phones, and everything, and us just you know spending time doing things. Like uh, I'd be sexist, most men and young boys like doing things instead of talking about things. And, uh, and, uh, and I find as if we're doing things, we then talk about things. So, uh, so it's really cool, but, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd love to, uh, I'm really interested in today's topic because I don't, I really didn't know what it was. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why I love doing these podcasts is I get to learn about things I didn't know. So I had to Google it and I, I, you know, I started learning about today's topic is going to be, uh, omni-channel marketing. Distribution, promotion, and communication. So, you know, right off the back, maybe you could just tell us a little bit about what is omnichannel marketing.
1: To me, to me, omnichannel means to me it's like different ways of marketing. I mean, people think of it more in a digital sense, and it could be mobile apps or um, you know website, and then you got your social media but for me it's more than that and and i and it's kind of a general uh, concept uh, like for it to explore we are both b2b and b2c and then even with b2b we are exploring different avenues like you know we're looking at tourism we're looking at groceries we're looking at you know retail stores and and in addition to working directly with schools and then working uh, on online sales and Amazon sales and you know, you name it, we're in it. Um, and, and to me, that's how I see Omnichannel is to be able to explore avenues that you could tweak your product a little bit, but still reach the same objective, which to yeah. me, it's a mission base is to educate just the next generation to be more culturally aware to learn a life skill about cooking, and and everything start with kids, right? They have clean slate, their health, their their mental health, their physical health. It's all connected with the food we put in. And so, if they are able to understand what they're eating and able to prepare it themselves, they they are actually set up for success in the future. So, I'm I'm thinking for me is how do I reach that ultimate. Channel for for my audience, which is kids and families, but doing it in all different ways. So,
0: yeah, well, the, 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 when I think of the word omni, and I, I was going to look up the Latin word, I just didn't have the time. I, I think of omni as one, but is omni multiple? Is that does that? I. I think-
1: one product with different channels I mean, uh, what, is, what is the i'm looking right now what yeah. you
0: know yeah. yeah well that makes more sense to me one product with different channels right um it's, it's- so like your product for example let's go back to what i was uh, saying about my son before when i, when I read your web page uh, and, and i did I, I did look at it very quickly it said uh, 5 years and older So I kind of thought at 13 that we kind of are kind of timed out of it.
1: No, actually, the interesting thing is we have a lot of teenagers and even adults using it because they are not kid food. The reason why it's five and up, it's a family event. It's a family cooking. So I want family that have kids from five to even 18 to be able to participate. And that's how I grew up. The reason I thought of it that way is, when I was growing up, my mother in Malaysia, my mother will make sure my three three of us, the three girls, my sisters and I, will each have a role in preparing a meal and we do it as a family. So so therefore it's five and up with the whole family getting involved. And our steps actually provide uh chef hats on like is this step for a three year old, or the step for a ten year old, a step for a more, you know, proficient chef, right? and, and we have many teenagers who just make it the full meal themselves. And, and some, even the two, you know, siblings do it themselves and then serve it to the whole family. So it's a family meal that meant to be shared and cooked together as a family.
0: You know what I, the suggestion I would make is just take it for what it's worth, uh, is I would put on your website from five to 18 instead of five and up Okay. Because, you know, if I made that mistake, this, it could have been just me. That's okay? true. That's true. But because when I looked at it, I thought, oh, this is more for like kids who are 5 to 10 and I'm a like, teenager. It. I don't know. Yeah, 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 So, you know, anyway. Um, so, you know, what was interesting was I had never heard the strategy of omni-strategies. Omni I never heard of that before. What, do you wanna, Omni-
1: what? Sorry to interrupt. I just look up the omni-definition. Yeah. It's in all ways.
0: So in all ways.
1: Of all things. So, in all ways. So, it's like one product in all ways of channeling, of marketing channels or sale channels.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I can't believe that somebody actually put a word associated with that because, <laughs> I mean, isn't that marketing? <laughs> you know,
1: it's probably done by a management consultant.
0: Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, Is like,
1: you how sexy, like omni channels.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, listen, I am the, the king of omni-channel because (laughs) I'm always trying and testing and measuring and, you know, it, you know, Hey, my company's, this company is 10 years old. And, you know, I, I tell you a funny story. It's just, uh, when we first started financing solutions, we, we were using Google AdWords and, uh, and for the first uh, six months, it was, uh, it was incredible. We were like, Oh my God, this is, this is great. We can turn it on, we can turn it off. Our competition hasn't found out about it. Well, guess what happened? Our competition found out <laughs> about it and the prices went through the roof and it became unattainable. And uh, so then, of course, we had to go through all the omni channels, marketings, and stuff like that. We went to direct marketing, we went to email marketing, you know, mail market, uh, direct mail. Uh, we went to, uh, 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 SEO, of course. Then we went and of course we, uh, we did uh, 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 trade publications, advertising, uh, trade shows. Yeah. And we just kept going on and on and on. And, you know, it's just, it's always a moving target. I but, agree. Uh, is, is, so, you know, in a general sense, yeah. your, your strategy for your own company, what has, uh, well, don't, don't answer this if you, you think you don't want to relate this to competitors. Uh, but what, is, what, does, what seems to be working for you? Oh,
1: you know, Surprisingly, I actually don't mind sharing because there's very few. Com- I, I think our barrier to entry is kind of high because nobody really wants to deal with like the specific spices of each country. And that's the hard part, which I kind of enjoy. And that's what's unique about us. Because every country, we have twenty-two countries, and we add two new countries. So there's just really few competition out there that is willing to.
0: Yeah, yours is adapt. an aware. Yours is an awareness campaign because, yes. like, when somebody reads it, like I did, I'm like, oh, that's a really good idea. So I bet. I bet your PR would be a big one for you. Press releases, yes. right? We
1: we do everything. That's why I wanted to share this. Like. On the B2C, we have a PR person that is, you know, covering all around US and Canada, which is where we deliver right now. Um, and I've done, um, I've done direct mailing, didn't work very well. And you know what, the founder of this direct mailing company that I work with ended up telling me with direct mailing, you have to either be a service, which is easy, or a well-known products, because otherwise people just see, don't know, don't have time, they toss it, right? So lesson learned from me, happy to share. And then we have, you know, obviously digital market, marketing has been amazing for us before the iOS uh, privacy law, and now it's harder and more expensive. So now we then reallocate to something else, like, you know, we're, we're doing, you know, Google shopping, uh, focus less on Facebook and Instagram, and then we're spending more on on a bit on TikTok and Pinterest and you know, LinkedIn and, you know, you name it, any social media, we have touched it and we still continue touching. I have done credio where, you know, when you read the news and you have those ads popping up, we have done that. Didn't really work that much for the cost that it it, it cost us. And so I sort of take a pause. um, And then we have tried um, getting a distributors to, you know, on, on the B2B side We have got distributors to try to get to gift stores and stores, and that didn't work out. So so now we do do a lot with schools, which has always been a great one. So once we have, uh, and we have actually different states buying our boxes for their homeschoolers. So the, the Department of Education actually pay our boxes to then send to families, which is amazing. So that is the area that is growing, and we pretty much supply to all over U.S., and then we just, in fact, last week, started talking to tourism. So, like, we're doing Jamaica Box, and we're talking to the tourism board of Jamaica. Oh. And and guess what? Because they are all about trying to get people to come together. Wow,
0: people. that's great. And,
1: so they are, and interestingly, Jamaica um, is building this new heritage house that have a gastronomic center. And they're thinking about having our boxes there so people can actually buy them. As they learn, you know, about the country. So I'm super excited. That's like one. And then like we're starting to talk to Thailand as a result, Thai Travel Bureau. And then next year we're doing Germany. We're gonna initiate conversation with the Germany Tourism Board. Oh cool. Yeah, so that's 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 why I'm omnichannel. And then we also are talking to 4-H program. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the 4 h They are Oh yeah,
0: 4 H sure it's 4 H yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So The 4 H Foundation actually hosted foreign students. And I coming from Malaysia, I have no idea what 4-H is. And all of a sudden I have this University University of Idaho buying boxes for me. And I was like, What is that? So I, you know, I sometimes kind of fondle upon it. And um and then and I kind of did more research, contact her, and then she told me all about 4 H. So now we are talking to the nationwide 4 H where well, they are buying our boxes as a host gift to the families that's hosting a foreign country student. So so they are for, like this this summer, like over 500 families all over US is hosting Japanese students. And so 4-H is buying our boxes and gifted to the families so that they can learn about the culture Cook the meal and really appreciate it before they welcome the fam- the the children to the child to their family, which I thought was amazing. So you know, and so that's that. And then we also have worked with libraries before, where they 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 do events and then they kind of focus on that country. So there's so much to to learn and at the same time getting to the right audience. So
0: yeah, I you know. You, the, the, the thing that I always say that's, it's really critical. I mean, I'm a marketing guy, that's my skill set. And um, is you, you you can't, you can't market something. Number one is you're never going to grow your business if you don't do any type of marketing, right? So if you know you're going to stay small. Right. If you, if your business is word of mouth. Right. Right. It's just going to stay small. You got to, you got well, to spend money and, but you got to get the money back. Right. So you, that comes to my second point. And that, so you got to find these. Omni channels, which right. is a great word, you know, interesting word for it. Right. Uh, you got to find these uh, omni channels of, of trying different things. I agree with you. You got to try things, you got to yep. spend some money, mm-hmm. see if it works. But the, the hardest part, uh, you know, if you think it through, it's not always hard, but sometimes it is, and that is measuring it. Yes, right. I know. Do you have that problem too? No, where um, you know,
1: you I'm, know, like, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. I know exactly what you're saying because I try everything, but I always feel, and I'm not a marketing person. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, a very financial focused person because I feel like you have to spend money to make money, but you have to try it first and then understand the results to see if it's worth it. So I have a Google studio data data reporting that shows me my daily performance, but I also actually create a monthly analysis of every platforms and how much we're getting for each one of them and how much we're spending. And, and what I dis- and I've done this every month since we started three and a half years ago and on every channel, and we just reason why I drop off on some channel because it's just not worth it. Right. And what I've noticed, and where's my focus this year, is more on the corporate side because once I get to somebody like schools, for instance, I want to grow that more, and because it's 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 literally no expenses on my part. I go to trade shows; it's like 500 bucks and airplane and you know accommodation, but but that's like big bucks, like long term. And the same thing with the like tourism board and with the forage. So I I kind of still have my direct to consumer on the, on the digital marketing, which I know I can't escape. It's just SEO search. They all have to happen, but my, my spend is a little less and it's more targeted. Um, but I'm focusing more on, on the corporate side. And like it, we're talking to grocery stores, you know, like yeah. I think that's a big one.
0: Now you uh, you're uh, when you, from an SEO perspective, natural search words, are there certain words that you definitely target that you think converts really well,
1: yeah, but they're expensive, yeah. you know like kid's cooking kit it's button oh. right
0: is that really typed in that much? yeah, really,
1: yeah, and wow. it, and they're expensive and so there there are a few things, like holidays are always big for us, so we're like great gifts, you know like um uh, educational gifts or or you know whatever so the, so so it gets. Some words just just got expensive.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that's that. Uh, that's pay for search. I was talking right. about SEO, which is natural searches. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, natural. But if search, it's but right. if
0: it's if it's expensive, then it's going to be hard from an SEO perspective as well, right? Um, so you've been doing this for two and a half years now. Three and a half. Three and a half years. Yeah. Are you venture back? Um. Oh, uh, angel funded back.
1: Uh, no. one angel.
0: One so, angel. One
1: angel. So basically self funded by me I did have a group of friends and family rounds yeah. which is now converted equity but I have one angel that is um, he came from the travel industry which is how I got to the contact of all the travel agent, uh, travel bureaus that's its background
0: yeah the uh so uh, is it is the uh business profitable enough so that you can start paying yourself and making money and saying this is gonna work
1: um so not profitable Profitable yet, I am paying myself in a different home s- style. I was about to go fundraising this year, but with the inflation and everything, I'm just taking a pause and just managing it first. Um, we, you know, we're growing fast, but um, and it, the reason why it was not profitable last year was because we were building our inventory. Yeah. we have, you know, if you take out all that and put it into balance sheet, I mean, we're still cash accounting. If we put it all in balance sheet, we are profitable.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: but but I was building up, which frankly was a good thing. So this year, my whole objective is to become profitable because our inventory is done. Like we have yeah. enough to to manage this whole year, um which was actually good because everything is so expensive now, right? And yeah, I bought yeah. it last year, and it was it was better for me in a way. Yeah.
0: So we're going to do a tit for tat. Uh, this uh, just made me think of it because I think we all learn more from our mistakes than we do our successes, right? Yes. Uh, so so you're going to tell me the biggest thing you've learned over the last three years in marketing that was a mistake. That's a general you know, concept here. You can give us a specific and then a general concept and I'll give you mine too. Okay. So you go first. You tell me your biggest mistake, the thing that you learned, you said, you know what, you know, this was a mistake, I I learned from this one, and this is what our audience, my listeners should know?
1: I I think the big, uh, I have a few, (laughs) obviously. So uh, when I first started, I think I overcommit on certain things without, uh, like, for instance, you know, getting a lot of certain packaging stuff that I didn't really go and test the market truly first, right? because I was trying to save money and like buy in bulk, right? Which is a mistake. You got to like slowly test the market that get the consumer tell you what they want before you yeah. submit. Right. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing. And then a few channels that failed, obviously I, I mentioned earlier, the direct uh, mailing didn't work out. And then the distribution to give through the distributors didn't work out because most gift distributors just like candles and shampoos and soaps and they can't explain my product. So it was very hard for them to try and explain our product to gift stores. Uh, So we parted ways. It it was a a little expensive experience. Um, And then um, the other thing was I overspent on on Facebook when it was great, which is why I always say Facebook is a little bit like you're on a drug. You get adrenaline shot and you're like, wow i'm doing great you know so it was amazing when i first started in 2019 and 2020 during COVID. it was it was amazing and then come 2021 of march when all that happened it just suddenly became too expensive but i still continue spending and i feel that money it's gone down the drain it was not effective um i wish i realized that earlier but i have a digital marketer again that's another mistake um, what I learned is a lot of the marketers are very siloed. They're very good at Facebook. They're very good at Google. They're very good at email marketing. But there's no one person that is very good at everything. So you yeah. ended up having, I ended up hiring a digital marketer that is only, I would say, you know, fo- focusing on Facebook. And so he was very encouraging. I'm like, just go, just do it. It'll be fine. You know, I spent too much on that, which to me was the big mistake. So now my new, I have a new team now. My, my new person, it's, it's all inclusive. The a strategist. She's in charge of Google. She's in charge of everything. And she looks at it holistically, uh, which is what you need as a digital marketer. It's hard to find.
0: Yeah, it's funny you should say that on the, on the silos. I just uh, put two uh, jobs up uh, for a freelancer. And I did that. I siloed it out. One is a backlinking expert uh, for, for Google, for backlinks. Um, and then the other one is a, uh, this one's easier, but I, a press release person, uh, I, I had somebody that I was working with that kind of fell off the face of the earth. Uh, so I'm using Odesk to, to try to find somebody, but, uh, yeah, but so I'm, I'm starting to silo cause I have my SEO company I work with, but you know, the, so the, so that was, uh, so I'll give you my two. That so spe- speaking of SEO, um th- I'll say the less important one first, but I I've been working with SEO consultants for 10, 15 years. And I kinda always said, um, you know, they're the experts, just tell you know, just do it and um you know, and we all do what you say, right? And, um, and then what happened was, you know, I went through four different consultants in 15 years or companies in 15 years, and at the amount of money that we spend, we're willing to spend on SEO, it's, you don't get really great companies. They want, you know, at least 10,000, 15,000 a month, and we're kind of more in the 5,000 or less range uh, for SEO, not paid for searches is natural searches used for strategies and, and doing that stuff. And so we went through our fourth company, uh, not always our fault, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we fired them. Sometimes they close or whatever, they're the change. And, um, and then during COVID I said, you know what, I going to use this time wisely and really learn about the technical aspect of SEO. And what I really learned was how important link building was to SEO results and that all the SEO companies that I worked with didn't want to do link building, which is 25% of the results that you get because it's so hard. They want to do everything else, but they don't want to do the link building. And yet it affects a huge amount of your business, of your your natural searches. So number one is, was, you know, it's, it's, I'm torn between it because when you're running a small business, I always say it's better to work. You should work on your business, not in your business. But I would actually say in this case, me getting really deep into the subject matter really has helped our SEO greatly improve, which is our number one lead generation source. The second one, and this does fit into it. This is a bigger picture is, I'm not a detailed guy. I'm just not. It's not my skill set. So, it I find that if I did get more in depth on things, it the results would be much better. You know, instead of uh, instead of me doing lots of different marketing programs, if it would be much better if I dove deeper into the marketing programs and really, really get down to the nuts and bolts. And some would say, I mean, I, I'm not to someone's people have said, I am an SEO expert from a layman's perspective. Um, uh, so maybe I've done a little bit better job there, but I would say is, you know, getting more analytical, more detailed oriented, more in depth, you know, about, uh, the marketing channels, uh, I think not only would it worked better, it would have saved me a lot more money. Cause you know, when it comes to SEM, uh, paid for search with Google, you really can run up a bill. Yeah, all right. And of course you got to really measure this stuff, which I try really hard to do. Uh, and, uh, so that, that's my kind of lesson that I've seen it's problem because I'm a, you know, and, and lately what I'm now doing is I'm now bringing on individual experts who are siloed in one particular area, like you said, and and, and trying to get them to f- stay focused on what they're really, really good at so that I don't have to get into the weeds, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. In, a, in, the, in fact, the, I, so, so your, your explanation of you need to know what's going on. Yes, what I realized on my sales and marketing. So I have been, you know, building this business and building up the operational and, and then I get a really good head of operations now. So she is handling all the operations which free me up. And so one other mistake that I did before for last three and a half years is have a part time sales and marketing person, right? And 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 it's and it's because i don't enjoy doing it i don't know how to do it and so and we have all these channels and so i was like trying to find this person that can and i can't afford a full time person right we're a startup so what i realized late last year was it's not effective i have no idea what this person is doing right and i and i feel like she should be doing more but she's not so last year we ended the relationship because she actually wants to do something else anyway her heart is not into this so, I decided that I'm gonna fully own sales and marketing, and guess what i that suddenly everything opened up like you know things that I asked her to do, and she seems to feel like it's impossible it's possible, same thing as the SEO same thing as the digital marketing. I'm now yeah. very involved, and I want to see what it is. I'm like, tell me, explain, like teach me, teach me so I can learn what you're doing." So that I can then understand if you're doing it right or wrong. Um, it's hard. It, it, it really needs to free you up off something else. Do you it's really
0: it? hard. That's the hardest part is, you know, when you're running a small, like, you know, like I've said, I've had several companies, right? And, uh, you know, most of those companies, I never, I did a good job of never breaking this rule. And that is I worked on the business and not in it. Right. Right. It with financing solutions, the company, I, uh, the one of the companies I have now, I break every rule that that's there. Like I work really, really in the business, right. and and trying to, when you're going to working in the business, it's just you don't have the time to get really in in uh, depth on a lot of things, or you know, it's like. You're doing everything. It's it's uh, it's a really unique financing solutions is a very unique business because um you know my business partner and I are loaning out our own money, so you know we we are providing lines of credit uh, to you know hundreds of businesses and, uh, throughout the United States, uh, and, and uh, you know you, you can't exactly outsource that type of stuff. So yeah, it's 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 the good and the bad about this business right i mean uh clients like it that they're dealing with the owners because when you go to a bank you don't talk to the owner of the bank right, right. so uh that and just, so there's some real key advantages um but uh so uh you know it, let me ask you a question has there it, i was looking up the keywords that people t- type in for omni uh marketing st- uh, and and there's something called there was something and I didn't look at it, omni marketing software. Yeah,
1: and I think it's a marketing gimmicks.
0: It's just gimmicks, huh? It's just yeah. gimmicks. <laughs> okay.
1: I get so many marketing ads and like, you know, and, and I, I do believe there are things that technology can do well. Oh, I forgot to add one more thing, which is another omni channel of ours, is affiliate marketing. And we're doing really well with that. Yeah, where uh, we use share sale, but I actually hire an agency that uses a technology called Purple to find and, and you know and share and find good affiliates, and it's not just finding but nurturing. And like most bloggers and most magazines now will not work with you unless you have an affiliate program, and we get really good um, returns from those.
0: Yeah, we. Uh- we have an affiliate. Well, let me say we have affiliated marketing. We tried it. Um, you know, the things that we tell our listeners is that we use a WordPress website and um, you know, there's a great plugin uh, called affiliate W that for like hundreds of dollars, you can get put on your website and um, you know, it, the, what what I had find found in my research is of course there's lots of companies that do who will find you affiliated marketing through their uh, channels, so to speak. And it's pretty expensive, right? And so I wanted to test it, just like you're saying, test something out before you go out. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me test it first. Let me get let me get the capability. You know, the nice thing about the WordPress affiliated marketing thing is it it gives the people, the, the ability to register, to become an affiliated marketing company, and it gives them a unique URL. It gives them tracking mechanisms. So it was very inexpensive for me to, to test. And it it was great. Um, uh, so it didn't kind of work out for us, unfortunately. Um, but I'm glad I did it. I certainly learned a lot by doing it. And that's the other thing I think, a a good lesson is, you know, you, you kind of got to try things and you keep trying, right? Like you've done a lot. I can sit, I can hear it. You've done a lot of different channels and and I bet you can go back down and say, Oh my God, that was kind of stupid.
1: Yes. I, right.
0: Have. right. <laughs> uh, you know, that was stupid. That was, I yeah. spent a lot, you, you know, gotta
1: like be able to like, know, you know, the, the, the blood is gone. They just pull out the bandit and move on. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you gotta realize that. And, and I, I, my team knows it. I just try everything. Just tell me what I need to try and, you know, we'll move if we need to. Um, yeah, it's, it's worth it. I especially for startup and new business, you just don't know what clicks with customers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you, once you know that it clicks, then just go full on. Um, but some, some may be more expensive experience than others, but, but just be, be aware and be really on top of things.
0: Yeah. I mean, how, if you had to guess how many marketing channels you're trying right now,
1: um, on the digital site, I can tell you I have six different marketing channels. And then um, and I use technology well on Shopify, which is one thing I love about Shopify is everything is plug-in, So you can definitely uh, do do that uh, easily. And then, and then on the corporate side, it's more, it's more relationship. It's more like, you know, you yeah, build that over. Sure, sure. So, so I, 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 I feel like right now my B2C, it's out of autopilot because I've tested what works and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And now my key focus is like creating those network relationship for B2B.
0: Yeah. Have you done much PR work or no?
1: Yeah, we have. Um, we have tried everything again. I, I started with a very cheap and smaller PR firm that is nationwide. They, they're very good. They, they really work with women startups. Um, and then during COVID, I kind of took a risk and go with a high-end New York City, very lifestyle, food-focused PR that gave me a huge discount because of COVID because they lost all the customers. And then once COVID passed, I, I actually have them and my old one for a while um my cheaper one and um the expensive ones definitely get more attention because they can you know they send boxes to actresses to like stars to get me on everything um but but when covid ended and business in restaurants and lifestyles and hotels are busy again they literally want to like 10x my what i charge before why I was paying before. And I just like, I can't afford you. And it was great. Maybe at some point we'll reconnect again. Um, but we did what we did and we got a lot of exposure and I have that relationship. So it was great. Um, and then now I went back to my old one and, and they, they are like family to me. They are really team. They know me very well. They still do, you know, decent. I am not like complaining and that, you know, they got me where we want, where I want at this point.
0: Yeah. Sorry, um, um, it's too bad that the gifting stores didn't work for you. The Is that, is that what you said? It's called the gifting right? Yeah, gifting yeah. the gift
1: distributors where they work yeah. with all the smaller gift yeah. stores. I thought it would work.
0: I thought so too. I yeah. know. But it's a nice I, idea.
1: Yeah. You know one thing I noticed with Eat to Explore, which is why we kind of have to tweak it, um, it's very much easier understanding us from an online perspective and the physical stores, and which is what we're, we're trying to work with the grocery right now to distribute on grocery stores, it's, and, and it's hard to catch the attention. So, like, how do you see our box and understand what's inside and the value of it, right? So, what we are doing, and, and now that you know, COVID frankly helped people with QR code, like when you see a QR code, you're like, oh, what, <laughs> this, what is this, right? So now we can actually explain. Yeah,
0: but you know, menus, I think, have introduced that into people online. Yes. You know, you, know, when you go to a store, you know what a QR code I is know. now. I know.
1: So therefore, now it's easier for us. We can put it on the box in the display unit. Oh, learn more. QR code does, right? And then they can open up and see the shopping list. They can see what's in it, what they're gaining out of it. So, so now we're reintroducing it, and we're talking to. And in grocery stores, you kind of have to talk to a distributor. Turns out, my friend, actually, from an old old friend that I used to work with at J.P. Morgan, took over family business, and that's his business. So, we're talking to him. To yeah. Him. Um, so. Yeah,
0: you know, I, I'm very creative, and and so I could always come up with new ideas to market. But I, I've kind of over the last couple of years stopped doing that. I've kind of just doubled. I said, you know what? I'm just gonna double and triple down on what works,
1: right?
0: And you know, for us, SEO is really what works. Our cost of acquisition is really low. Okay. Um, our our results are really good. I, you know, I just unfortunately don't get a huge bang. Um, like I, I don't get these huge increases of of uh, great results. Um, it's like incremental. It just keeps going up, but Mm -hmm. you know, slowly. And I want, you know, that. And so, uh, so I am still doubling and tripling down. So that's where I spend all my time right now. And, uh, and i continue so that's that is one that i'm i keep diving into but every the thing with seo is even every single time you think you're diving into it, it gets deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper yeah you know it's just, just a lot to yeah. it yes you know?
1: and, and and we actually of to think that i invested is we have a lot of good blocks as well about each country to learn more and then of course you know my my blog writer it's every words is a new seo so it's like we have I almost actually, which is what Lindsay is doing is cleaning out our SEOs too many out there. Yeah. Google get confused. Yes. So so Google needs to know some more consolidated one instead of like, what is a panda? How's the panda? But it's about China. And yet, you know, then they're like associated with you, like random SEO. Yeah. So that's one thing that we are doing right now.
0: Yeah, We, cleaning up our SEO. I'm just working on that right now. Just, you know, we were for, listen, we have, 1400 articles on our website. Wow. And uh and so you know we were between you know maybe we were writing between 10 and 15 blogs a month. And and so the idea was content, 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 right? Right. right? right. And what I you know I agree with you like what we're now doing is I'm you know we just I just had a meeting before this call and about it and, I, and we're just going to That's, you know, this is where the link building comes into play because you can put up all of those articles, but if you're not on the first page, it really doesn't get found that much. Yeah, I know. You know, so we are like, all right, we're going to really optimize the articles we're going to write are going to be really in depth. They're going to be really optimized with great keywords and great writing. And we're gonna make sure that we really promote the art that article and get back links to it and just really work it instead of writing lots and lots of articles. I mean yeah. those articles there's just another written, that costs a lot of money. Yeah, so that's true. You know
1: that's what we're analyzing too. It's like how can we, you know, not at more, but utilize what we have effectively. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. good. All right. Well, good. I'm glad I learned something new. I hope for our listeners do. It was a good conversation, especially if you're not even like, even if you are a marketing person, I think you learned a lot today. If you're not a marketing person and you learn, you got to be a marketing person. Uh, you know, I want to really thank um, Rowena Shearer from eat to explore. That's eat with a two and explore. For coming on today's podcast, if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend, and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. And please also give us a review uh, if you liked today's podcast or any of the other podcasts. It really helps us get the word out. The uh, Entrepreneur MBA podcast has become very popular, and it's those reviews that really help us get the word out. And of course, if you're looking for a business line of credit for your for your organization, please call us at 862-207-4118 or visit our website at fscreditline.com. That's F-S as in financing solutions, creditline.com. Rowena, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing that?
1: The best way is just very easy. Contact at eat2explore.com on an email and Great. check us out at eat2explore.com.
0: Yep, yeah. Um and we really appreciate uh you coming on and everybody else for listening. Um so today's uh just a a summary and an important uh you know suggestion that's something that I got out of today is you should be really looking at multiple channels to grow your business. You should be measuring everything. You should be trying it out a little bit at a time before you plow a lot of money into it. Um, and this is the key. If you're going to grow your business past something that's, uh, you know, three, five million dollars, you better have your marketing down. Because if you don't have that, you're just not going to get above that. You know, the objective of this podcast, of course, is to help you get over ten million. There's not a company out there over ten million that doesn't have their marketing down. So uh, it's just a, a good thing to remember. So everybody really have a fantastic day. Keep working, keep getting better and keep working on your business. Have a great day.